Friday, February 2nd, and oh, we're getting closer and closer and closer to the Super Bowl, are we not? Welcome back to Damon Bruce Plus. It's great to have you here for the Damon Bruce Show, a show that I share with you in terms of welcome on in. Uh, it's a sports phone Friday, which means I have already in the chat put up a link that will allow you to join today's show through a video call. So come on in and don't be shy. Uh, everything from Super Bowl matchup to Vegas travel tips to everything that's on the table today, as is our main topic, as always. And that is welcome to George Kittle Appreciation Day. You know, we've always liked George Kittle around here. We like what he does for the team. We like who he is as a player. We like who he is as a well-rounded player. If George Kittle decided, you know, I don't even want to be a tight end anymore. I'm tired of catching, catching passes and scoring touchdowns. I just want to play on the line of scrimmage. He could be a right tackle in football right now. With 30, 40 more pounds on his frame, he could maybe even be a left tackle. That is how good of a blocker he is. This is quite possibly... The single greatest tight ends Super Bowl of all time. Travis Kelsey in this postseason has passed Jerry Rice in postseason catches. Jerry Rice was not a tight end, for those of you who need to look that up. Uh, George Kittle is the most well-rounded football player on a team of well-rounded football players. The guy's absolutely extraordinarily good at what he does. It's his seventh NFL season. This is a 30-year-old, which, you know, whatever the dog years of being an NFL 30-year-old are, it's more than just 30. There's an awful lot of tread off of George Kittle's tire. And as a matter of fact, he's not even practicing right now, nursing a little bit of a toe injury. And I was talking about that with Larry Kruger on this morning's Wake Up, which you can go ahead and find for yourself already available on YouTube. Um 15.7 yards per reception is his best catch average in any season of his career. Kittle, over 1,000 yards this season, had a monster year, but almost went under the radar in his monster year. George Kittle might not be a bad bet if you're looking for a long-shot Super Bowl MVP. Now, anything Kittle would do would probably be credited to Brock, but Kittle can and has had those game-breaking, field-flipping level of plays that can absolutely affect the outcome of this Super Bowl. And before we start taking calls here, I see we've already got a few lined up. Um, let me just say that this guy is just an unbelievable teammate as well. The NFL Network video of him walking around trying to talk Purdy back into a game, and Purdy was standing there stoic. He wasn't really going back and forth with George there, but George was like, hey, man, I'm going to hit him with the old, they really had us in the first half at this postgame press conference, uh, just like the, you know, the, 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 the great Twitter gif, gif, whatever, um, that kid saying, boy, they had us in that first half, but then we stuck to our guns. You know, um, Kittle is just an awesome teammate. He's been an awesome teammate through all of this. He's an awesome teammate in victory. He's an awesome teammate in defeat. He was an awesome teammate of Jimmy Garoppolo's and would walk around wearing the beefcake t-shirts. He's been an awesome teammate to Brock Purdy. This guy is just a voice you want leading your football team. What a find 
in the middle of the draft for John Lynch and company. And I'm not sure that this team is experiencing the level of success that it's experiencing right now without George Kittle. He's a great pitch man. He's great with the media. I mean, if, if he's ever going to have a chance to seriously become a champion, it's right here. It's right now. And it's time. It's time for the guys who have been waiting patiently to become champions on the San Francisco 49ers become champions in two weekends from now. This time next week, this show will be coming to you live from Las Vegas, baby. Don't know where. Might be in the boring-ass media center. It might be from the, you know, the, the, the what? The, the Spearmint Rhino? Probably not from the Spearmint Rhino. Um you know, we got to keep our production costs down and it can get pretty prohibitive in there quickly. So um, I'm just so looking forward to taking you out there next week with me on YouTube. Thank you so much. Hit like, hit subscribe. And again, before we get into our calls today, I just want to say thank you so much to our sponsors because we're not doing anything without the support of our sponsors. And that, of course, starts with my man, Ike, of Ike Sandwiches. Uh, let me tell you, today, tomorrow, and Sunday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, all Damon Bruce listeners, all you plusers, you get a free bag of chips and a drink upgrade with any sandwich purchase at all locations just by using the promo code DAMON. Use the promo code Damon when ordering online or in person. That is a free bag of chips and a drink to go along with the sandwich that you ordered. By the way, you need to download that Ike's Rewards app and start earning your way towards free sandwiches with membership points. And he is giving Ike's Rewards membership points for every point the 49ers have scored in this postseason. So you go ahead and you do that. You'll be awfully happy that you did. Whether you take the points or lay the points, I want you to do it over at mybookie.ag. Use promo code Damon over there for a 50% uh, deposit match up to $1,000 when you get going on mybookie.ag. And if you want to get going faster than you used to because you got creaky knees, creaky joints, creaky everything, don't think about replacement surgery um, partial total replacement surgery until you talk to Dr. Paul Hughes. And oh, by the way, Dr. Paul Hughes, not only are his offices in San Mateo, he's got satellite offices in Sacramento, Stockton, San Jose, Oakland, as well as his headquarters in San Mateo. Go ahead and reach out to Dr. Paul Hughes. Use the code word HUNTER for 50% off cellular replacement therapy, which will mean you don't need that expensive, oh my God, that is intrusive, knee surgery, shoulder replacement surgery, hip replacement surgery. Dr. Paul Hughes has stumbled onto the future and you can stumble onto feeling better by contacting him. Again, info at orthopedicsurgeries.com is the way to email him, start the conversation, get yourself a consultation. You'll be very happy that you did if you're here in the Bay Area. Look, the Super Bowl might be won this afternoon because it is install time for the 49ers. All the game plan is going on in. There's going to be one more practice in Santa Clara on Saturday. And then when they actually board that plane to Las Vegas, what the team's actual arrival date is, I still don't know. I'm sure it's out there. I really don't care because they're staying off the strip at Lake Las Vegas. And everybody, you just go to your separate corners and you get ready for a Super Bowl. Nobody get in trouble. No one do anything stupid on the strip. Nobody get caught with anyone 
that they shouldn't be caught with. This is a business trip of the very first degree for all involved. I am grabbing headphones, and that means we're about to grab a couple of our video calls on a sports phone Friday. Again, one more time, I am going to uh, copy this for you and put it into the chat. If you would like to come on in and say hello, and we don't do shy over here. We don't do shy very, very well. So drop your shyness. Come on in and say hello today on a Sports Phone Friday here on the Plus. And a man who has not been shy, and he gets in once again. It's Mike One Mike Thirteen. Mike, how are you, man? Good to see you again. Great, thank you, Damon. And I think I speak for the audience when I say thank you for taking it to Nick Wright this week. We've been <laughs> waiting for it and waiting for it. He gets there on TV and just says what he says, and it was amazing. Thank well, you for that. Here's the thing. Thank you. I thought that the Nick Wright conversation was a high-level conversation. Whether you agree, doesn't matter who you agree with. I thought we both made our points. We did it without yelling. We did it without emotion. Here's why I believe what I believe. Here's why Nick believes what he believes. And even though I don't think he's on it, I thought it was a good back and forth. I mean, it wasn't there wasn't any attempt to dunk on anyone or be more right or correct than anyone. It was just a I think I'm 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 handicapping it this way, you're handicapping it that way, and the beauty of sports is there's a winner and a loser at the end of the day and we know who was right, not just our own opinions, but uh I'm I'm glad that Nick came on. I'm glad that you watched, Mike. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Yeah, and it is indeed a tight end Super Bowl. I was wondering, has there ever been a Super Bowl with more tight end talent? I know Shannon Sharp was in a couple. I don't know who was on the other side of him at tight end on those on those games. Tony Gonzalez was in, I don't even know if he ever played in a Super Bowl. But wow, Kelsey and Kittle. And I know you harped on this with Larry earlier today. But my God, if, if the Niners could just do this one thing, I think their chances of winning go up tenfold and it's the one of the hardest things to do which is very simply on third down can travis kelsey be covered whatever it takes for him to be covered on third down i mean all of us watched against the ravens when within a second of the ball snapping on third and five he's a, he's a we know it's going to him he's open it's just too easy and it's just i don't know how you do it but Whatever it takes to have Kelsey covered on third down increases tenfold their chances of winning. You know what, Mike? I bet that you both of us know an awful lot about football. Uh, these NFL coaches know more than we ever will. So they have to be seeing this too, right? And there he is, wide open again. In every game I watch, no matter who the opponent is, there's a wide open totally clean release off the line of scrimmage, sitting down in a soft zone while defenders are looking at him, looking at him. Everyone in the stadium's looking at him. His quarterback is only looking for him. His coach is designing plays that basically only go to him. And he just continues to be open every single time. On I can't explain it. I mean, this is what greatness is, right? The great, the great players make it look easy. The great players make you like, how come we can't stop this guy? What is it? Every single defensive coordinator in football has been trying to stop this guy for a better part of a decade, and no one can. So maybe Fred Warner is the difference. Yeah, and I'm fully with you. I mean, you take the 15-yard penalty in the first quarter, 
if it means you have a chance to lay a good hit on him that makes him if you oh, can even the, rattle him for the rest of the game i don't know if you could easy but. mike chamura <laughs> you talk like that in a public space all of a sudden you're going to be labeled public enemy number one of football we're decency up. we're all grown-ups here football hits and you yes, need to hit the man somebody hit the man please hit that man Mike, thank you very, very much for coming on in today. You are never afraid to crack the egg and come on in and, and uh, be the first man up to bat. So thank you. Good to see you. Enjoy the weekend and hope to have you next week, of course. Have fun in Vegas. Not too much fun, but have fun in Vegas. Oh, we're going to have too much fun. I promise you that. Thank you very much. Now, if you can't have Mike be the first man up to bat, what you do is you look for your other leadoff hitter, someone unafraid. And that's the one and only Michelle Haberman at all times. Look at, by the way, look at you behind this. What do you got to step and repeat right there? You look like you're at an official Niner press conference. Oh, no, we can't hear you, Michelle. Oh, we can't hear you. Let's get this audio. Yeah, you maybe get him. There it is. There it is. Yeah, it mutes you automatically. I forgot to unmute myself. <laughs> Yeah, I found this background. Around. I was nobody, like, oh, this nobody is Nobody puts baby in a corner. Nobody <laughs> moves. <laughs> no. <laughs> Certainly um, not me. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, I love it. It's like you, uh, you you need an official sponsor behind you. You need there to sell your own plus calls in and get yourself sponsored. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Yes, absolutely. So what yeah, are we no, uh, How are you feeling that? about this game? Are you feeling any differently? I am so amped for this game. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be, I'm going to be on the edge of my seat. You know, I'm like looking for all of my stuff that we've, you know, my lucky shit. Like we, we won. I actually wore this last Sunday. So we won on Sunday with this. I wore this to the Dallas game. I would sleep in that thing. I would I know, right? in that. I'm I not like a, taking it off. I'm not like a super superstitious person, but I'm also like, okay, bring the luck. Like somebody, somebody asked me, can, can they buy a new Jersey? And I was like, mm, mm. no, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big believer in don't wash the lucky socks. Exactly. I'm a big believer in you never buy an NFC conference champions t-shirt or anything like that. Like you never said like, oh, the giants won the national league. Don't buy that t-shirt. Don't buy that T-shirt if you want to win the next round. Um, yeah, and and I'm I'm very pro not bathing if you think that that's going to help a team <laughs> team win and when it's all said and done. Where are you watching the game, Michelle? So I would love to be in Vegas, obviously, but you know, eighty five hundred dollars starting point is uh, you know way out of my league. So um, I'm going to go <clears throat> to Martinez and watch at a at a friend's place. She, we're high school buddies, and um, we yeah we she comes to she usually comes to like the last game of regular season game of the year. So we've reconnected that way, and. Um, you know, I'd love to go back to Pismo, but they're doing a family thing. So, or they might, you know, he's like, or oh, we might just last minute it to Vegas. And I'm like, okay, well, cool. That's great. There so you. <laughs> way, it'll be, like this. Smiley, it'll be yeah, sorry. Smiley Dan is saying, Tim Kawakami wants to ask you pointed questions. Just looking at that background behind you. So <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Maybe it's time exactly. we drill you. Well, you know, either way, it'll be exciting. I, <clears throat> I called, uh, I called this year at the beginning of the year the revenge tour because we had the, you know, we had going back to Philly, and then we had another, we had the rematch of uh, Turkey on the fifty. Um, you know, stumbled a little bit on the Ravens on Christmas, but you know, 
That rematch uh, didn't go very well. Hopefully this, no. this, I'll give you that one if you can get the next one. Exactly, a- right? Yeah. I'll give you Christmas. That was a bummer of a Christmas evening. But here we are again playing the the Chiefs and, you know, man, that they're uh, they're going to they're going to bring bring 100 percent as they as they always do. And they they tend to find a way to get themselves spotted about seven to ten points. So I hope the, you know, the 49ers are uh, are ready for that prepared. I'm I'm stoked for all the people, um, you know, who are on the team four years ago because, you know, that this is their their chance to sort of avenge that. Uh, <laughs> collapse. Yeah, <laughs> it's time, Michelle. Great to see you. Have a good weekend, and do everything you can to not bite your nails down to the knuckles. I know, right? I gotta, you know, put put a put some uh, gloves on or something. <laughs> I mean, what we have here—it's basically like partying on New Year's Eve. You don't want to drink too hard at 7 p.m. We got a long way till midnight gets here. We got a long <laughs> way still until the Super Bowl gets here. So pace yourself, exactly. and always great to see you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you too. There she is. Habe the babe, Michelle Haberman, one of our absolute favorites. And I'll tell you right now, if you want to get in, I'm going to click it on one more time here. Boom. Let me hit control C. Come down here. Boom, boom, boom. There's the link. If you want to get in for a video call, come on in. Uh, So Jed York decided to give a little impromptu press conference. Larry and I did talk about this already on Wake Up. It was um, the first time we've heard anything from Jed in a long time, and he shared a pretty interesting story about how basically Kyle has to sheepishly come up to him like two years ago and say, "Um, so Jed, by the way, even though we have this continued investment in Jimmy Garoppolo, even though we just spent an awful lot of draft capital to go get Trey Lance, our third string quarterback, is the best quarterback we got on this team. And I'm not going to switch the depth chart. I'm not going to start playing musical chairs right now. But man, oh man, we got ourselves an issue. And Jed, instead of getting angry, you know, he basically said, you know, no owner wants to hear that this massive investment isn't paying off, not even close. But when your coach talks to you and you trust your coach, you got to listen and you got to know that it's coming. It was really kind of illuminating the first time we've heard from Jed in a long time that he takes us into this, you know, very intimate moment that is a franchise changing moment where Shanahan re- realized early on the guy we thought would be the heir apparent ain't it. And the guy that no one would have ever bet on to even make a team is going to be our starting quarterback one day. And I know it. It's kind of unbelievable. It really was. We go to uh, Bryant. Bryant Culp. What's going on, That's Bryant? Right. Hey, how you doing today? Doing very well, thank you. Well, first off, thanks for you know dropping the link. And uh been listening to you for a while. I, I think you uh, through chat on East Coast Red and Gold. That was a really good show. Due to a lot of that was really nice going on. Um, when you get to go on other shows and stuff like that, it gives, gives a lot of other people that might not necessarily click onto your show an opportunity to hear you and then be like, hey, I, I might listen to that guy a little longer. 
Huh. We, uh, we we definitely have to do a, a bigger, broader book tour uh, as as we roll into 2024. But thanks for watching me, Brian. I do appreciate it. I was just on the Jim Rome show with uh, our old friend JT the Bricks. So, uh, you know, it's half the reason why we're going to, to Las Vegas to stoke those connections and appear on other shows and, you know, shake hands and kiss babies and all that good stuff. Yeah, I wanted to touch bases with what we said about buying the championship jersey or the championship, um, you know, shirt or hat. Because in 2012, I was working and my job had the shirt right there. So I, I got the shirt and I was, I was really excited. You know, I still can't look at that shirt without throwing it. I, I, I'm not going to burn it. I'm not going to, but it goes right back in the dresser. And every time I find it in the dresser, I, I try to bury it deeper in the dresser again. Because I don't want another championship jersey that says we made it there. I want a Super Bowl jersey as we won. Absolutely. Absolutely. You don't, you, you never celebrate the round until the final round. That's the t-shirt you're going to look at it this way. Let's say the 49ers do win the Super Bowl. Are you ever going to rock that just NFC championship t-shirt ever again? No, that's not enough. That doesn't tell the final story. You got to go for the, the big, big ticket item. And I'll say this to you, uh, never buy your Super Bowl gear at the Super Bowl. It is not exactly priced reasonably. You're going to want to pick that up on some bodega somewhere along the way as you're leaving Las Vegas. Uh, Brian, what's, what's your gut telling you about the game? How's it going to play out? I look at it like it's a 50 50 game. I really do. I think the Niners have a good chance. I think the Chiefs have a good chance. Everybody said the Chiefs, you know, throughout the season weren't the same team, but they seem to make it to the Super Bowl. Everybody says Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than he was in 2019, but he has a weaker team around him. But he's the better quarterback. He's more mature now. So um, I don't like the fact that they're wearing red again. We're in white. I don't, I don't, but you know, it is what it is. I wouldn't take it any really any other way. I'm glad we're there. I'm, I'm really thankful for the trip and the journey. And I just hope we can lift that Lombardi at the end. Um, the one thing I want to leave you with and everybody listening, don't buy, don't buy player jerseys. Go buy you a personalized jersey. If you're a fan, you know, go get your last name put on a jersey. They can't cut you. They can't trade you. <laughs> that's really it. I got my number three jersey. I rock it. And you know what? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not going anywhere. So win or die, you know, um, lose, it doesn't matter. But thank you for having me on and go Niners and really look forward to, you know, hopefully getting to talk to you again one day. Have a great right. day. Thank, thank you very, very much. I hope you're tuned in all next week as we're going to bring you every sight, smell, and sound that we can on YouTube from Las Vegas. And congratulations on your lifetime contract is number three with right. Niners. Someday that number will probably be retired and, and it'll be because of you and what you've done. Thank you. Hey, I hope so. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bryant stopping on in. Appreciate that. Um, by the way, we do have seen, we see Gary Norris says, I've already opened the Super Bowl Brock Purdy jersey for $179. Well, that's a, that's a, that's a big, bold move as is the fact that I do believe, if I have this right, Gary Norris has become a member of the initiated. Welcome, Gary. Welcome. It is good to have you as a member. Make sure you get your Bane PSA. <laughs> Here we go. It's a smart investment from RG. I've ordered my Elvis Gerback jersey. Nice. Very nice. So I'm going to take these off unless we have someone else come on in. 
But there are a few other things that I want to get to today. Again, thanks so much to our sponsor, Ike's. As you are thinking about what to have for lunch this weekend, you get yourself to Ike's. You say, hey, Damon, and you get a free bag of chips and a drink with the purchase of a sandwich. So use that promo code when you're ordering online. Download that app. Um, I am, I'm really, really looking forward to this weekend or not, not, not this weekend, but next weekend and all w- next week. Um, I will let you know that on Monday, we're going to start the week with a gentleman named Bob Fesco, who has the number one morning show in Kansas city. Fesco is a fantastic guest. He hosts a fantastic show and he is going to bring us behind enemy lines on Monday here on the plus for our 11 AM show. There has been a promise from a one and only Joe Fortenbaugh that he will be appearing at some point in time next week. So we're looking forward to that. Otherwise, we're not overbooking guests because we plan to run into an awful lot of guests while we are in Las Vegas next week. And Larry and I will be doing wake-ups. We might even be doing wake-ups at times that aren't even you know in the morning. We might be doing a late night, wake-up late night with Damon and Larry, and we will have actually some news to announce about our plans for Wake Up going forward uh, after football season that I hope that you'll be as excited about to hear as we are to tell you about it because the only thing I can promise you is there's no stopping this train, baby. It keeps coming. Hold on. He's grabbing the headphones again. That means it's time to say hello and how are you to Rick Mighty Bone. How are you, Rick? How you doing? Awesome, man. I'm in my studio, hanging out, just practicing and stuff, you know. Um, Can we get awesome, a little side trombone before this one's over today? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not warmed up, but... Uh, <laughs> well, neither are we. <laughs> but um, I, I just, uh, I'm amazed this week how uh, Brock Purdy, all the hate, you know that Cam Newton thing when he says he couldn't elevate his people around him? I noticed that when... Um, CMC was playing with him, his numbers weren't as good. If Brock Purdy isn't elevating the talent around him, how come the 49ers just turned into the first team ever with 2,000-yard receivers, a 1,000-yard tight end, and a 1,000-yard running back, total yards from scrimmage? If this guy does – if that's not elevating your team, I don't know what is. Yeah, man. It's leadership. It's leadership. That's how it, his quiet leadership, like I forget, I think it was Larry said this quiet thing going on. He, he definitely has that, you know, there's no doubt about it. The guy is more mature than his age would suggest. He plays with a four or five year NFL veteran quality about him. And honestly, he's done that from his first start. Yeah, I, I you know I think one of the arguments that Larry and I have been making all year is there there's no way this guy hasn't improved, but honestly I don't know what the big arc of improvement is because he seems to have been the same guy since day one. He really has been. So to show up from a a, a, a starting point where no one assumes you can even play exactly. to look like a ten year NFL vet from the moment you hit your first practice field 
it's remarkable. And there aren't a lot of stories that mirror this throughout the history of sport. And I wish more people would at the very least, even if you don't believe in it, being the expert yeah. to the spot, at least appreciate it. You get handed something, you know, everything we've seen in sports, we've seen once before, twice before, at least. We've really never seen anything quite like this. So to just crap on it means you're you're totally missing the entire fun of this story. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like when we're all, I mean, you know how calm you are in your crap. You can't, you said this yesterday, I think, you can't do anything. You can't do this. The only thing you know how to do is be a radio host and whatever. And in your element, you're extremely calm and confident. That's how he is. And that's how I am in my element, in my music. The only thing I can do is mute it. I can't, I can't hammer a nail or anything. But in music, that's what I do. You know, I command my little space. You command your space. Brock Purdy commands his space. And, and, it's, and it's great to see. I would love for you to pick up that trombone behind you and really <laughs> command this space for just a second. Can we get a, can we get a little something from you? No warm-ups. He's just ready to go. He's comfortable in his space, and his space is on the business end of a trombone. Rick Mighty Bone Feliciano, thank you so much for stopping on by. It's great to finally meet you face-to-face, -face, brother. Yeah. There he is. I love it. Take care. I, I love it. I take care, Rick. That is fantastic. Anyone else bringing you Super Bowl coverage through a trombone? Anyone? Anyone else? Anyone else got a trombone on their show today? You want to know how my? I know my my four year old is hysterical. Jack tells me he wants to learn how to play the tuba because tuba sounds most like farts. It's just a universal thing and being a dude. Like there's at no point in time are farts or things that sound like farts not funny in the entirety of a man's life. Ladies, I don't know if this works this way for you, but for men, it works. Joe Schmo just boning it, boning it. Got that trombone shorty vibe. Hey, oh, dude, I should have asked. I should have absolutely said, can you get Jenny was a friend of mine on a trombone? Can we play that without it being like an actual, uh, dude, we just had a better halftime show than maybe Usher is going to have. That was an incredible halftime show. JJ Raider just says it's real simple. Rick stays ready. Rick doesn't have to get ready. He stays ready. New intro music. Come on. Of course, Smiley Dan is dropping peyote. He's dancing in the aisles. He's spinning like this. Smiley Dan is down here. Like, <laughs> Good times. Good times. Good times. All right, we keep going. Oh, we're going back to the headphones. We go back to the headphones again. We knew we were going to hear from him today. John is, of course, coming in the Friday before the Friday before the Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl week eve, kind of. We're still like, well, let's. it's the Friday before the Friday before the Super Bowl. How you doing, 49er Ultimate Report? Our friend John, what's up, pal? Yeah, I'm doing good, uh, Damon. And uh, I, I wanted to uh, give a shout out to you for having Nick Wright. You know, I may not agree with almost everything he says, but... I enjoyed what you did because when I was a kid growing up, I used to have, you know, my, my uncles, my, you know, my dad, you know, his friends, 
and they would disagree on stuff. But at the end of the day, they came together. Hey, your your opinion is validated. My opinion is val uh, validated. And unfortunately, you know, we we, we don't we, we don't get to see that anymore. Uh, and I, and I did give Nick a, 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 a little bit of some you know some you know some shots, but you know I, I was trying to keep it respectful. But thanks for doing that. Well, it was. You know, it was interesting to see why he has formulated his opinion as hardcore as he has. I guess it makes a little sense if that's the way you look at it. I don't look at it that way, but I'm glad that you watched. I thought it was, if nothing else, I thought it was compelling. I thought it was one of those, if you're a football fan, you might want to hear this conversation, and there's been great reaction to it. So I'm glad that you dug it, man. Thank you very much. Yep. And by and the way, I don't know if you spent a little money on a on a Wi-Fi system or a router or a new phone, but this is like the clearest and best looking you have appeared in any video chat yet. So whatever whatever you got going on, whatever hamster you have powering your electricity today, that little hamster is running its dick off. It really is. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe today my Internet's just working 100 percent. Good Internet day. Have yeah, a good hair day. Good Internet day. Yeah. And then also, uh, I, I want to shout out my, my, my good friend. who He was on here, Brian Culp. I know him. He has a little small channel, so Plucers, check him out. You know, he's trying to grow. Uh, he's a good dude. He loves Jake Moody. Uh, so I want to give him a, a little bit of a shout out if he's still watching. And he, he's 100%. Like, this shirt is the 2019. It says Super Bowl, but it doesn't say Super Bowl champions. So, you know, I think us Niner fans want to see the shirt that says Super Bowl champion, not just a Super Bowl t-shirt. Right. You you, it's, you need more than an appearance. You, you need a win in one of these things. And I do look, I think it can happen. I think it can happen. It's it's going to be tough. It's going to be an uphill battle. There's no way either of these teams, I think, blows out the other team. I think this is going to be a game in the fourth quarter. And that's why, you know, maybe, John, the last couple of games that haven't been great for the 49ers are exactly what they needed because they needed to feel that tight tension late in a big game. So should they run into that in the fourth quarter of a Super Bowl, it won't be the first time they've seen something like that. So I really hope uh, as impressive as a march as the Kansas City Chiefs have had to this Super Bowl, I, I think that the 49ers in unimpressive fashion winning uh, getting to this super bowl has been it will be good for them in some weird way yeah yeah and like like for, for me you know like um you know I, I, after i finish watching your show i'm gonna go live do a quick show before i go to work and um like uh i'm i'm, I'm starting to you know going to talk about the, the the football game and you know I, i'm not like the talking heads because I, I don't want to bore people like the same stuff over and over like you you mentioned like uh, some of these radio stations are talking four or five hours on the same stuff. And I'm like, who can watch that? So uh, for me, you know, it, it's always great to like, you know, get your point out there, you know, you know, talk quickly, get, get the input of the, of the great fans in, in the chat and uh, keep, keep that program, you know, like uh, going. Cause um, I, I, I like the new media, like, you know, like I, I don't know the last time I turned on the radio, uh, like, and so, uh, you know, you know, sh sh shout out to, you know, you know, like you, cause you know, like, and I don't know if it's just, just me, but people like you, like, you know, who are saying, you know, maybe, you know, I, I want to try to do this because like, um, it, it, it's great. Cause like, you know, all those talking heads on the, the big, you know, channels, like people are not even watching that anymore. People are watching you. And that's, you know, one, one thing I wanted to say.
Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. And we'll watch you a little bit later on. Uh, 49ers Ultimate Report. Give John a like, a subscribe, and uh, cheers, brother. Great to see you again. And again, you keep on having a great internet day, okay? Thank you very much. You're very, very welcome. There he is, our friend John of 49ers Ultimate Report. Got a couple of uh, pinned tweets here along the way. Hugh Joski Bear earlier today saying, great appearance with JT on Rome. Camera looks sharp. Yeah, we're having a good internet day over here as well, I think. Thank you very much. Red Jet Shell, one of the most positive cats out there. Seriously, he's like, enjoy each and every part of this moment in time. And that is, that's indeed, enjoy. Enjoy this. This, this, this is an incredible time. You know how many few, how few weeks you will spend in your life rooting for a team in a Super Bowl? You get that a handful of times if you are lucky in your life. So enjoy it. Enjoy the journey for real. This is a special, special time. Very special time. Uh, True Blue Forever said, oh, dude, do I, I got a trombone in my pants. Thank you. Jerome says, so as soon as I join, I'm greeted with, because tuba sounds just like farts. Again, you, you picked the perfect time to tune in. You really did. Uh, thank you very much. And speaking of picking the right time, James Jones. JJ. Damon, Damon Bruce. You know, I <laughs> hope that we would talk again because yes, we sir. had, I thought, uh, a, a great chat last Friday. And I'm so happy that you yeah. and your dad got that game together. You and me both, man. Um, you know, I, I was able to, I got up here to Grass Valley. He's, uh, my parents are staying on my cousin's property by the just greatness of their hearts. My cousin and my aunt have opened up their homes to my parents and my whole family's up here and stuff. And um, so I got up here Friday night last week. I was able to show my dad the first half of, of my part on the show. And then Saturday he got to watch the second half and he was fighting back tears when he finished that up. And um I, you know, I've got three top memories up until last weekend of, of games I've watched with my father. And the first one was my first memory ever, which was the catch game. I was seven years old. Uh, that was my introduction, you know, to 49er football and football in, in general. Uh, second one was um, the 84 Super Bowl, 85, 84, 85 Super Bowl. And then the third one was uh, the uh, catch two game when Steve hit Terrell in the end zone to win the game against the Packers. But this one here last weekend trumped them all, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm so glad that you got that moment with your dad and you got to enjoy it together. Um, how How is he doing? Uh, we're we're looking like we're probably in the final days, brother. Um, he's not really eating a whole lot and um, still taking medications and stuff. But uh, I just feel very blessed and grateful that I, I'm able to move. I live. I moved up here basically. I moved everything and my whole workstation up here and everything. So I'm able to pretty much be right next door to his room where he's at right now. So, well, this is the uh, th these are some of the most important hours of your life. I'll tell you, having gone through this with my father. You know, when you're in hospice care, it's a, it's a big thing. So just soak in it. Just go yep. just go next door and, and and hold your dad's hand and be with him through all of it. It is so important. This is this is one of the great weeks of your life, and the fact that you seem to be correctly wired for what is mm -hmm. about to happen is a blessing. Yeah. So I I yeah. hope it's all smooth. And and how about this? Hmm. What's his name? Lyle. One more week, Lyle. We need, we need, we need, we need, we, you need, you need to be there for the Super Bowl, Lyle. Yeah. I hope you make it, brother. I really do. And if he doesn't, 
That's the way it was meant to be. And I wish you the very, very best, James. You are, yeah. uh, you, you know what? I, I, you got a lot of love coming in through here. You got a lot of love happening uh, in this chat right now. And I'm sending an awful lot of love to you and Lyle and the rest of your family as well. And an incredible, generous, beautiful act by your family to open up the doors and allow you all to come together. That's just, that's awesome, man. This means so much yeah. more than football. This is so much more of a bigger moment in life. Sure. Um so go get it. I, just, I appreciate all of you, everybody in the chat, everybody in Damon, you especially, man. Um, really felt like a you know good connection last week. Like you said, I'm glad we got to connect and now we're friends. And always felt like I was a friend, didn't know you because I listened to you even way back in you know KMBR days, way way back, coming home from Candlestick after games and stuff. But um, yeah, one more week, man, one more week, and you know, like you said, whatever happens is meant to be, and I'm 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 not okay with it, but I'll you know I'm as you said correctly wired to be able to to kind of shoulder what's coming for my family and my mom too. So it's a good thing. Um, man. Again, my great grandma Gadju, who lived yeah. until she was 101 years old. When you get to go, when you live to 101, you've been to more funerals than anybody. You've dealt with more death in life than anyone when you live yeah. to hundred. And yeah. she would always say, life is for the living. You mourn death. You acknowledge it. You soak in that moment because it's powerful medicine. Mm-hmm. And then you go make your father proud of you by go living in your best life and carrying yeah. on his memory the best you can. But no memory uh, yet. Wild no, baby. He's no, sir, alive. man. We're been still saying running. all week. Been saying all week. It's not goodbye. It's going to be see you later. So, um, you know, and, um, you know, as you said, I mean, just the memory. And I, I saw this quote the other day, Damon, and it said, your father, a father is the only man in your life that will ever want you to be better than him. You know, That's and it's, uh, it's so true, man. And um, but uh, real quick, I want to ask a question. I don't know if you had I haven't had a chance to watch a whole lot of shows this week, but um, this these reports coming out about the Niners potentially benching Chase Young in the Super Bowl. I, I mean, I, I don't I, buy it one bit. I mean, well, here's the thing. It's not like he's being benched like when he's removed from the game, he can't come back in it. Now, if you want to give some of his snaps to someone who might come in and give you either a better effort or just a different look or a wrinkle or a blow or whatever, right. fine. That's but fine. I, I mean, if, I guess my thing is like, it is my thing is like, if you, if you, the reports were pretty much saying like, not just bench, but like he's, they're not going to play him because he's taking plays off and all this other BS. My thing is, who are you going to replace him with? You know, Cleveland Farrell's out for the year. Drake Jackson's out for the year. You've got Gregory and Beal basically left to to. It, we need all hands on deck, regardless. Yeah, I mean, they they must. They're going to have to see a fabulous week of practice out of Robert Beal Jr. for them to yeah. say, "All right, you're, you know, we're playing you instead of Chase Young." Look, if you're Chase Young, you've been handed the internet shit stick this week. That was mm-hmm. bad highlight that you put out out there and everyone is making fun of you and you're in a contract year and you're looking to make a statement in the Super Bowl. This guy can change the arc of his entire reputation with a big Super Bowl or oh, he yeah. can kind of drown in the fact that, hey, when the Super Bowl got here is when you started not playing well and that's right. when you had to bench it. Like, that <laughs> wouldn't be good. So, you know, maybe a little self-preservation yeah. will be Exactly what wakes up Chase Young and and see if he can at least certainly play the run well. Again, just getting to Mahomes once is yeah. a hard thing to do in a playoff game. So, well, as you uh, said earlier with Larry, as far as um, you know, he what sacked one time in three in, in three years of playoffs. Now I think it was you said one one sack on Mahomes. Like, yeah, dude is a, evasive in the pocket as we know. You know, he just buys the time that he does, and by the time that you know the time that happens, you got your safeties thirty yards downfield, and then he's going to take off. 
You have yourself you know? a really, really good week, James. No matter what happens yeah. this week, you be the rock that your entire family leans on. All right, brother? Yes, sir, man. You have a good day, and thank you for your time, man. Thank Thanks you. Thanks, everybody, in the chat. Absolutely. We've got a All lot right, of man. love for you here, James. A lot of love for you, man. Again, there's a Super Bowl, which feels big, and then you have real life and death stuff, and you realize that, oh, that doesn't mean anything. It means literally nothing compared to real life stuff. Again, this is why you had to give the Warriors all the grace that they needed when they went through such a, a profound team tragedy. Um, this is real stuff, man. This is real stuff. Very, very nice reactions in the chat. Very, very nice. I'm glad that you're all showing James an awful lot of love. And that is uh, fantastic. Kim saying second week in a row, the Plus has me in tears. Well, that's because you're a sweetheart, Kim. You're softy. Good to see James again. Lots of love coming in for James and his father and Lyle. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. It's like I don't even know where to go after dealing with something. Like what 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 goofy shit is there left to talk about? Oh, luckily I got it. <laughs> I do have some goofy something for you so we can all bounce out of here in a fun way as you go about your weekend and then next week we're going to hunker down. Well, we're going to hunker down. I saw this from Joe Pamplano who covers sports business. His newsletter, The Huddle Up, is outstanding. Peter Thiel and a group of venture capitalists are funding the Enhanced Games as an Olympic-style competition that allows performance-enhancing drugs. The doped-up Olympics is coming, and, uh, you know, I'm all for it. I'm, let's see it. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, okay, sure, sure. I'm more interested in that than just about any other side show. You can, uh, events are going to include track and field, swimming, gymnastics, weightlifting, combat sports. The first event is going to be held in 2025. <laughs> I mean, come on. How incredible is that? How incredible is that? The enhanced games. Like, like what if some dude just like smokes the world record by a, a second or two in the 10,000 meter, 10,000 meters, 100 meter dash? Like all of a sudden, some kind of out of shape white dude who's just been cycled up is the fastest man on the planet with a, <laughs> a little bit of steroids in him. Oh my God. The weightlifting competition on juice? Like, here's the thing. So you've watched the Olympics. Have you ever watched the Olympics on weed? <laughs> this is, this is going to be like, so you're competing in the Olympics. Have you ever competed in the Olympics on steroids? By the way, what if this has a little bit of a reverse effect where you realize that uh, in the enhanced games, they're not shattering world records. They're not going ahead and winning by margins that are 
clearly enhanced. It's going to make you think like, hey, maybe the enhanced games are the Olympic Games after all. Again, I, I don't want to be just an eternal skeptic about everything. But I've always said, if you'd like to start your who might be on drugs at the Olympics uh, investigation, you should start with the people standing in first, second, and third place right there on those metal platforms. You should probably talk to those people first before anyone else. The enhanced games. That's it. Uh, we got one more call here. We got one more call left today. This comes from Jesse, who wants to show us uh, straight up his nose. How you doing, Jesse? How you doing? Hello. I'm doing good. How are you doing? doing fantastic today. Look at you. Got a little St. Mary's rocking some Gales gear. Yes. Big game tomorrow against Gonzaga. Nice. Didn't didn't uh, didn't they just have a big game against Santa Clara? Didn't Santa Clara almost go in there and win? Yeah. Uh, we were up big and then they just came back at the end. I was there. There you go. Well, it's good to see you. What, what can we do for you today, Jesse? Are you going to be signing up for the enhanced games? Are you starting your cycle of steroids right now? Oh, look at you, by the way. You're pulling a college move. I used to foil my windows, too. I used to foil the. I'd be like, it's too too bright in here. Foil the window. Yes. So there you go. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's an OG move right there. That's a cops might be watching move. <laughs> yes, this Super Bowl, uh, I'm not too happy about it because – being a Raider fan, uh, but I'm rooting for the 49ers because I hate the Chiefs. This is something that I was talking about with JT Brick on Jim Rome today, right? This is something <laughs> I'm talking to him about, and he's like, Raiders fans are just scrambling for the right way to feel about this because it's the ultimate didn't ever want to see that Super Bowl, and it really is. Um, I think if you're a Raider fan, you can never root for your arch nemesis. The perceived rival of the geographic rival is less than your arch rival can yes. Chiefs. Yeah, and I'm like, we're not even geographical rivals anymore since we moved exactly. to Vegas. Exactly. So it's that's what's making this a bit easier. And I love and I love the Brock Purdy story. I do. It's, there you go. See, look at you, a reasonable fan who roots for other teams but can still spot a good sports story from a hundred miles away. Uh, it's, it's amazing. So few people don't do that. Like I don't root for this team. Therefore I can't even see what an incredible story it was. I wasn't a very big Rams fan for any minute of my entire life. Like I liked the name flipper Anderson when I was a little kid. So I liked him. Um, but the second that Kurt Warner story was unfolding, it was incredible. And you had to appreciate it. And I don't think this is that far removed from that. So, yeah, I remember Purdy's first game. I was watching a Raider game, and then I had the Niner game on the side. I believe the Raiders were losing that game. And then I saw him come in. I'm like, and then I saw him throw a touchdown on his first drive. And I'm like, okay, this is interesting. You don't really see this from a backup quarterback. Maybe there's something here. Maybe there's something here. James, great to see you. Thank you so much for coming on in. Uh, Any any last words or uh, things of uh, wisdom you'd like to pass along to the audience? Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl in five years. Oh, that's it. Now we did a five-year window is all we're squeezing it into? Yes. I will say this. I like the Cliff Kingsbury hire. I do. Too. I like that. That guy knows how to coach up quarterbacks. And so that means you're probably drafting a quarterback and this should be a huge reset button moment for the franchise. So good luck with that. Good luck yes. with that. And look, there's no way historically the Raiders are going to fuck this up. They never do. <laughs> 
Thank you, Jamie. As long as Mark stays in his lane, You're right. I think we're good. Jesse, thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Raiders are never going to get this wrong. No way. Can't happen. I like the enhanced games. I'm not lying, man. I'm just, the first event in 2025. How do I become an, an, an enhanced game season ticket holder? By the way, Kim, Shane, I hope that Lyle can make it. Let's get the W for Lyle. Absolutely. Let's get this win for Lyle. Let's get it. Let's get it. Oh, look at this. RIP Cougar Rebel says, a longtime family friend of ours passed away in hospice right after the Niners-Lions game. RIP Carlos Chavez. Rest in peace, Carlos. Indeed. Good to see you again, James Jones. Best wishes to you, your dad. I was cheering extra loud for you this last Sunday. Little post-game and Damon. Join me at the two-minute warning of the Super Bowl. I'm going to be right back here. I'm not going to be at the game. Not sticking around for the game. I'm going to be right back here. We're going to be doing it right from here. And I'm looking forward to hopefully you joining me at the two-minute warning of the Super Bowl for what is going to be nothing short of the biggest show we have hosted here on the Plus since launching the Plus. And again, things are going really, really well on the Plus. How about this? You can go from creaky to freaky with Dr. Paul Hughes. Look at Leslie working in our advertising department. That's great. I'm going to use that one. Gary Norris, again, a member of the initiated, and see this is what happens. Already saying, God bless, be uh, with your family there, JJ. Um, again, I have had in my career an audience, and I've been very, very lucky to have had that audience. As, as James Jones said earlier, you know, he would listen to me coming home from from Niners games and and uh he would listen and and he felt like he's known me for years and that is why I get so mad when hosts that people love get laid off or get let go and they don't even get a goodbye um there is a true relationship even though it is kind of a false relationship because it's a one-way relationship you know we on the air don't get to know much about our audience, but the audience of a radio show host over the course of nearly 20 years gets to basically know everything. I mean, you guys know everything about me. I've shared moments of my life with you, my, my, my good moments, my grief, the scary moments, medical concerns. You guys know more about me than I really get to have ever gotten to know about any of you when it was just a, a career on the radio, which was a very much me talking at an audience or to an audience. Here we get to talk with an audience. And I've said this before. I'm going to come back to it again because it's true. And it just sounds like, Damon, there's no way you're going to say that because it just sounds so goddamn corny. But it's the truth. There's a real community that is assembled here, that comes back here Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. 
that is signed up to watch and support in a way that it makes me feel like some of you are are family members of mine. It's an incredible, credible thing to have seen this come together in, in less than a year's time. It really is. Like, I didn't think this was going to happen. I didn't think that this was going to grow this quickly. I hoped for it, but I didn't think it was going to all come together as well as it has so early on. Um, and the reason why it's doing that is because I still love doing this from the bottom of my heart and you inspire me to keep doing it with you. Plus I'm literally incapable of making a living in any other way. So it's this or might as well move under that bridge or an overpass because if, if, if this ain't happening, what good am I? Um, but it's awesome that we're getting to really know each other and these relationships are going from false to real and we get to share some real things together. And it's it's very, very cool. And it's very, um, who would have ever thought you had to put your intimate conversations on such an easily watched by anybody on the planet space to find this intimacy. So all we had to do was move into the biggest tent in the world to find one of the most intimate conversations we've ever had with an audience. It's really something else. I want you to have a great day today. I want you to have a great weekend. I hope you're right back here 11 a.m. on Monday. Of course, there will be a wake-up at 8 a.m. on Monday as well. There is going to be so much more news about this wake-up coming to you next week, which is going to take this show on the road for the first time. Vegas, baby. Vegas. We'll see you all there. Have a great weekend. JJ, I hope your dad has a great weekend. Go be with him. Go hold his hand. Give him all the kisses and hugs that you can. You're all the best. Please do remember that sports don't build character. They reveal it.